Well, 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 good 80s and gentlemen, it's Aiden Jones, your listener sitting under a tree for Tuesday the 22nd of February 2022. Tuesday the 22nd of Feb 2nd month, you 2022. What about that? Also, do you notice that I said good 80s and gentlemen then? Thought that would be good. Not that happy with it. Uh, don't know if I'm that happy with a lot of things at the moment. Am I in a bad mood? I'm not sure. I'm a little bit tired maybe drained uh i'm sitting in the room at my mother my dear mother's house in adelaide um for those of you watching on youtube uh hello i'm sitting on the bed cross-legged i got my tea here it's probably too hot i just yell i you know what i think i am in a bad mood actually because i just yelled not yelled but like kind of aggressively cursed under my breath twice first because my laptop had turned off because it wasn't plugged in and then like I just, it, I turned it back on, but it took ages and then I unplugged it to plug the other stuff in and then whatever. Like I unplugged the power for like two seconds and it turned back off and I was like, fucking fuck. Cause I had to like restart it again and that was annoying. And there is always the fear when you, when your laptop turns off without you asking, you're just like, well, that's, you know, like maybe that's it. Maybe it's gone. I have that fear. Maybe just whenever something unexpected happens. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> maybe this is a catastrophe. I don't know. I've been doing that, like, I've been talking about that a little bit in my show. I think I do. I have that, like, anytime something happens, like when my laptop turns off, there is a fear. Does everyone else have that fear? There is a fear a little bit that I'm like, maybe it's not going to turn back on. And it never happens. But then when it does happen, the fear is confirmed. And that'll set up then every time after that it happens, you'll be like, no, it's, you try and tell yourself, surely not. But then you're like, but one time it did though. Remember that one time it did? What if that's again? What if that happens every day now? If that's just your life? One time it did at the start of the pandemic. Fuck, that was a brutal month, wasn't it? Start of the pandemic, all the fucking shit stopped. And then my phone just turned off and never turned back on. And I had a guy around the house at like 11 o'clock at night and I was like, why doesn't my phone work? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it was 11 o'clock at night. So no one was going to come out. So I just found one guy online who was going to come out. And he drove from like Hopper's Crossing. And I was just like, yeah, man, just come. Like, I don't even know if he was particularly like experienced or had, you know, the like knowledge to help me. But I was just like, I just need another person here who I can give money to, to just confirm to me that like my phone's broken. <laughs> he came out at 11. He came out at 11sies and he was just like, he got in, he was in the kitchen and it was the pandemic and he was like wearing a mask and shit. And I gave him my phone and he plugged some stuff into it and he was like, yeah, man, it's fucked. And I was like, yeah, what do you reckon? He was like, yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> anyway, can I have my money now? I was like... Thank you so much, bro. Because <laughs> that's a fearful thing, isn't it? When your technology just turns off and you're just like, fuck, what, what do I do? I feel lost. I'm alone. So anyway, I had that moment just then. I was like, what if that's happening now? Because my laptop was turned off and I turned it on and I unplugged it for a second and it turned off again. One. That was one moment that I just had. And then the other one was I went into the kitchen 
to make myself my tea, as is ritual before the podcast. I'm going to have a tea and I don't know what it is. It just... Do you ever notice when you're somewhere else and like things that maybe would normally happen that you wouldn't care about, they happen as just like every now and then, just as a matter of course, you know, that just like you're alive. So sometimes things happen, but when you're away from home, the stuff happens and you're like, you blame it on the fact that you're away from home, you know, like I've, (laughs) like I'm pouring my tea and it happened yesterday and it happened today as well that I have my tea bag in the cup and I pour the water in. And as I poured the water in, it like caught the string and the whole tab of the tea bag fell in as well, which is just, a, that sucks. That's a bad moment because the tea bag, the whole thing's in there. And now you're like, do I get a spoon to fish it out? But the fucking cardboard's all wet and that's annoying. A part of me is like, maybe I just want to throw the whole thing out and start again. Maybe I want to buy a new kettle, move to another state, change my name. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> just start over. But I didn't. I just fished it out. But as I fished it out, I remembered that it had happened the same thing the day before as well. And I was like, fucking mum's house. <laughs> and it's like, what is it, Aiden? What is it? What happened at mum's house? <laughs> Does she, do her teacups, are they not deep enough? <laughs> are they too deep? The spout of the kettle is too narrow, so the water comes out too quickly. Buy another fucking kettle. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm in a bad mood. Let's try that tea yet. Let's see if it's fucking ready. I've uncrossed my legs for everyone not watching on YouTube. Thank you. Tea first. Oh, just slightly preemptive, I reckon little bit too soon bit hot slightly too hot but i knew that deep down in my heart thanks to everyone on uh on youtube who's watched this i think i had 22 views and the average watch time was something like seven minutes which i reckon means two people watch the whole thing and to those two people look i put ads at the start like a, a skippable five second ad for when you start the thing and then for the rest of it there's just like overlay ads so it's just ads that you know, they don't even pause the recording or anything. They just kind of appear. So if you're not even watching the screen, who cares? If you can, if you listen to these like at home or at work or whatever, jump on YouTube and just play it on YouTube because I think it'll make me like three cents, which, you know, it's not to be poo-pooed, three cents. I don't want to put ads on my special because it's the special and I just, you know, I want people to be able to watch that and enjoy it without ads. I don't want to fucking put ads on the special. But the podcast, who cares? You're not even watching this. If you're watching this, you're a lunatic. Like, if you're watching it and actually watching it and watching me, like, squirm around on my bed right now, you're crazy. All right. But thank you. And thank you for listening, by the way, wherever you are. Thank you. I appreciate you. Me and Adelaide, it's been, uh, it's been ups and downs. This weekend, and whenever some, we, no one ever says it's been ups and downs, unless they mean that it's been shit. <laughs> That's how people say. It. Like either someone will say it's been great, or they'll say like it's been highs and lows. And when someone says it's been highs and lows, what they really mean to say is, I'm having a really tough time, and I'm scared to ask for help. <laughs> And that's how I feel. Scared. You know what I realized the other day? Here's an interesting one. A friend of mine asked me about Edinburgh 
and just some tips, you know, because the Edinburgh Fringe is back on. I've booked my shows, by the way, confirmed a show at 3.30 p.m. and a show at 9.30 p.m. I've got the, the old show about my biological dad. I'll be doing that. I don't even know, to be honest, how I'm going to go about doing that, but I guess I'm going to do it again for a month and I'll be doing that and then I'll be doing the new show at 3.30 and um, I've got some ideas. So I'll talk about that later, but going to Edinburgh and it's all booked in and I've got my accommodation and I just, I cannot wait. And, uh, yeah, one of my mates messaged me and was like, you know, I'm thinking about going over and whatever. And, um, my initial reaction to him messaging me was just this like disdain. And I kind of noticed that in myself a lot. Like I'll just feel like I want to, you know, like I feel like I want to message someone else and be like, oh my God, guess what this person said. And I just don't like that in myself. I don't like that impulse. I'm trying to recognize that because I don't want to be that bitchy person. And, you know, people have different ways of going about things or whatever that I'm trying to accept. But I'm like, why, why, where does that come from? And I reckon what it is, because what, what I was saying to myself and what I imagined saying was like, when my friend messaged me, I imagined going like, oh my God, just fucking figure it out. You know, like I would just figure it out. What do you need to ask me for? And then I'm like, well, hold on, Aiden. He's asking you because he respects your opinion and wants to hear what you have to say. And he's just asking someone. Like we all encourage each other to ask for help all the time. And yet here I am in my head kind of looking down on someone for asking for help. And I think what that is, is I just, I, I wouldn't ask for help. And like, I'm scared to ask for help. Like, cause I, because I think that in asking for help, other people are going to think that I'm dumb, that I don't know what I'm doing. So, yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know if that comes... I, I don't know if that's a real assessment of my feelings or if that's just like a little story that I'm trying to tell myself to make sense of a feeling that I had, but it feels kind of right. I think I'm scared to ask for help and stuff. Don't be scared to ask for help. If anyone wants help with anything and you think I could help, give me a message. I'd love to try and help you. I just had a message from someone just now who I haven't spoken to in years and I don't even know that well at all, really. They're just like a comedy adjacent person and they said, hey, I saw your show in 2017 or 2018 and I was just wondering if you'd be able to help me get a festival pass for the Melbourne Comedy Festival and I don't know if I can help with that, but that's great. Isn't that nice to be reached out to? I'd like to be the kind of person who people see as someone who they can message and ask about stuff and I'll try and help them, you know? So, yeah. I don't want to... I want to try and, like, notice that stuff when someone asks me for help. If I'm like, yeah, If I feel the... That little fucking impulse to be bitchy. I, I don't like that. And yet, bitchy is how I feel about Adelaide. Once again, I thought I was past it. <laughs> like when I came for Christmas... I get Adelaide, man. I'm all good. I think I'm starting to understand. And then I'm back here and I'm like, fucking Adelaide. You know what happened to me on fucking Friday night? Was it Friday night or Saturday? Maybe it was Saturday. I, um, I was at the, was it, no, maybe it was Thursday. Whatever the fuck night it was. I was at the tram stop. This is a story, right? I'm at the tram stop. I'm at the tram stop. Yeah, we've all been to tram stops. We know what they are. Imagine yourself at a tram stop. 
So I'm at the tram stop and uh, the corner of East Terrace and North Terrace. So the one, East Terrace, West Terrace, sorry, and North Terrace. The one just across from the hospital. And uh, it's late at night. It was like 10 o'clock or some shit. And I'm sitting there listening to music. And there's a guy comes up to me. He's maybe like, you know, in his 30s or late 30s. And he sits down next. He can't be that much older than me. And he's like my build. And he looks kind of scray. He's all fucked up, you know, like he's drunk and he's on drugs or whatever the fuck. And um, he sits next to me and he's like, man, he just starts talking to me. He's like, man, you know what I'm fucking mean, man. They fucking took my phone. And I'm on this bench and he's like, there's probably enough room for another two people between us. That's how far he is. I'm on one end of the bench. He's on the other end. And he just starts talking that like, you fucking these people, man. They fucking they took my fucking phone. Cunt. I'm looking for that fucking cunt. He took my phone. And I'm just like, I mean, I'm taking my headphones out, which is annoying because I want to listen to music. But I'm like, I should probably at least keep tabs on this guy. But I'm not that worried. It's just a guy. He's just fucked up. And he's trying to engage me. And I'm, I mean, he's not even saying anything, you know? And I'm past the point where that's even kind of funny to me. I'm just like, this is annoying. I did notice he was talking a little bit like my dad. <laughs> There's a certain kind of Adelaide voice that my dad has that this guy also has. So, and he was talking some shit about like, you know, I was just actually just want to hang out with people and have a conversation. I was like, oh, you sound like my dad when my dad used to drink. And be, you know, when my dad would tell me stories when he was drunk and not make much sense. That's what this guy kind of sounded like. Um, I mean, this guy was way more fun. My dad was never, my dad would never tell stories about people stealing his phone. He'd just, he'd just tell a story about fucking some guy at hockey or bowls or whatever. This guy's yelling about someone taking his phone. And he keeps talking and talking and I'm every now and then I'm just like, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you, you understand me, man. You get me. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. And I'm just on my phone. And then he goes, mate, I'll fucking kill him. I'll fucking, I'll fucking actually die. They will die. And he says that and I'm still look over him and, and, and he's like motioning with his right arm, which is the arm far away from me. And I see in his hand, he's got like a wallet, like a little square wallet thing. And there's like a blade coming out of the wallet. He's like got a little fucking dagger, like a shiv, this guy. And he's motioning it like fucking kill him. And that terrified me. It scared the fucking shit out of me. So I stepped back from this guy and I was messaging a friend at the time. So I just messaged them and was like, Oh my God, there's a guy, he's got a knife and he was sitting next to me for like five minutes. The scariest thing was that he sat next to me for five minutes and I didn't see the knife. Like it took until he started motioning aggressively with the knife for me to be like, holy shit, he's had a knife on him the whole time. And I walked across the other end of the tram and I just, you know, I was like, fuck this, I'm walking home. It's only a 20 minute walk home. I just got to get moving. I can't be fucking near that guy now. Cause I kept looking back at him and he was like looking over at me. Cause I was like his mate before. I don't even know. So I start walking home and I walk like along the kind of road. That's the start of port road that where you leave the CBD. So there's still a little bit of the hospital next to me. And there's another guy all fucked up with like a kind of black eye with a little bit of blood and he's on the phone. But you know, when people are on the phone, and they're on speakerphone, but they're holding the phone up to their head like they're not on speakerphone. Like they're just like, he's so fucked up that he doesn't know that he's on speakerphone. 
So he's like stumbling along with a bit of blood around his eye and the person on the phone's going, yeah, just 60 seconds, mate. And I'm like, oh my God, what's going on there? What's happened to this guy? I keep walking. And then Greg Fleet used to do a bit about this. And I guess I never really put that much stock in the idea that where you're from can have like a huge effect on who you are or that just people are different in different places. Like, you know, when people go, oh, you know, Australians are like this and British people are like that. I am kind of like, really? Are they though? You know, are they really that different? Like there's 25 million people in Australia. Really? Are we all like, oh, bloody battlers, true blue, love sports, love a drink. Like it just, I'm so skeptical of that. And I think I've always been skeptical in the extreme of those kinds of ideas of like geographical like where you are influencing who you become. But lately I'm starting to come around on the idea and um, Greg Fleet used to have a bit about how Adelaide is the only city where you'll be walking down the street and people will yell at you out of their car. And uh, I'm starting to come around to that idea, you know? Greg Fleet, man, he's got some fucking good ideas. (laughs) If you don't know who Greg Fleet is, he's a comedian and... Lifetime heroin addict and he's a lunatic. Um, That's why it's funny for me to say that Greg Fleet has some good ideas because actually he's a piece of shit. Anyway, so... (laughs) So I'm walking thing and I've just seen this guy with a knife and then a man bleeding out of his head with someone on the phone saying 60 seconds, which in my mind is like the, the ambulance is coming in 60 seconds or like, you know, like help is on the way. So I've just seen these two people that are different forms of fucked up and it's night time and I'm walking home by myself and then driving down the road and I'm kind of walking half on the road on the path, not on the road, but like on the next to the road, you know, and it's an empty road, but it's like a three lane highway thing and a car just drives down and some guy just goes, ah, screams at me out of the window of the car and I jumped and I just, that all happened in the space of like, 15 minutes and I was like what the fuck is wrong with this fucking city man and maybe it's like the tea thing you know maybe I just had a bad night and um and you know rather than just that being the kind of that's interesting I'd never really thought of it like that but maybe maybe I just had a bad night the kind of bad night that happens every now and then when you're a person in the world and when you're walking around at night you know, maybe three silly things just kind of happened to me one after the other. But because I'm in a different city, because I'm somewhere else, and that thing is the thing that's different in my life, that's the variable that's changed, maybe I'm blaming it on Adelaide. Maybe. Or maybe Adelaide's just kind of fucked. I don't know. Like, I don't want to hate Adelaide, man. I don't. Because there's people that I care about in Adelaide and I say shit about Adelaide and they go, oh, or if I say just shit about Adelaide generally, I see people go, oh, and like, I don't want to be someone who is saying stuff that upsets people. I don't want to be that person. I want to say shit that inspires people, that makes them laugh, that makes them happy and that makes them, you know, feel good. I don't want someone to feel shame about the place where they're at. But like, what the fuck is it about Adelaide? Here's one theory is that Adelaide is such a... It's a city where you drive everywhere. Like that dude driving that car. I don't know about the guy with the knife. Why is it the guy with the knife? I guess there's just not a a lot of people walking around on the street. Like it wasn't that late. It was like 10 o'clock at night. But because everyone drives in Adelaide, 
the suburbs are all far apart. And so when you're at the tram stop, the roads are so wide and like either side of you, there's not really people living there. There's like the old HQ building, which has no one there. There's a park on the other th- other two corners of the street. And then the fourth corner of the street has the hospital, which is all dark. So there's really no one around. So when there's a guy at the tram stop with a knife, brandishing a fucking knife, there were only like four or five people at the tram stop and then there's no other foot tra- traffic because there's just not the density of people. It's like, man, all right, playing SimCity. The, uh, I can't remember whether I spoke about this on the podcast last week. I was watching a video about SimCity and about the different kinds of like traffic, like road grids that you can create. And the guy was talking about this idea of a super block. So when you create a grid of roads, right, where you've got your blocks in squares and every road intersects every other road. So say you've got like a, a five by fly, five blocks by five blocks square of blocks. Now, if you want to have, um, if you want to drive along one of those streets, you've got to stop at each intersection, each of the five intersections, because the each road gets cut in half by the five other roads, right? So you've got five stops, so it impedes traffic flow. It's very slow. So what a super block is, is rather than have each street crossing every other street, there's a big square. And then in between that, it's like when you go, when you drive around like an outer suburb, like a new build suburb on the outskirts of a city and none of the streets intersect each other. They all kind of wind around. So there's no traffic lights and there's not really a lot of intersections. There's just a lot of streets branching off of other streets. So it's really easy and efficient if you're driving, but if you're walking, it makes these long like the distance to get to the outer square is so far. I'm really not explaining this very well. But basically what it's saying is if you design a city and if you design spaces for people to live in with the idea that they're going to be driving everywhere, then they will drive everywhere and they won't walk everywhere and it actually makes it a lot harder for people to walk everywhere. And things are designed in the scale of like a car, you know, all the stuff that you need to go to is 10 minutes away, but it's 10 minutes away by car. So it's like a 40-minute walk away. And Adelaide's kind of been designed like that. <laughs> I just realized that I'm getting angry about the design of Adelaide as if I know... F- <laughs> as if I know anything about urban design. As if I know... I just... A guy fucking pulled a knife on me at the tram stop and I'm scared. That's what happened. It really upset me. I feel almost like I don't want to say that it did. Like, I feel like it shouldn't, but it did. It really upset me. It scared me. I wish it didn't happen. I'm angry at the guy for it happening. I'm angry at the city. I'm angry at where it happened. I'm angry that there were fucking, there was not really anyone around. I'm angry at the fucking stupid design of the fucking city that means no one's walking around. I don't know. I'm just angry. I guess I'm just angry. I guess I'm just angry. That is the title. Yeah, there we go. That's the title for the podcast this week. I guess I'm just angry. Um, Here's the photo for this week as well. Fucking, this is good shit. (laughs) So I was in KFC the other night. (laughs) This was so good. Oh my God, I've just pulled the photo up again. (laughs) It's perfect. Um, Fuck, this guy, I was in KFC. I had, what did I do on Friday night? I guess maybe I've... Maybe it was Friday night, whatever night. I just, I did a gig and I was like, you know, I'm not playing SimCity in the week anymore. I played too much. I made me tired. I was playing till like 2am for most of last week and then I was tired and whatever. 
Um, so I wasn't going to, I was, I, maybe it was the night, maybe it was Friday night. I was walking home and I was just like, I'm not going to play some city, but I am tired. Um, and I do just want a little, some, I just want a little something, you know, like I don't drink. I'm not fucking carrying around cigarettes, so I can't have a cigarette if I want one, which is good. So the only other thing is to just get some unhealthy food and have that. So I went in a KFC and uh, I'm like, I started filming because on their screens, you know, where you order and you fucking the touch screen thing, me and my mate have a joke about box meals, about like if you eat like a box of shapes and that's your meal, it's like you're eating a meal out of a box. And on the KFC touchscreen, they had an option for box meals because you can get like the Zinger box or whatever. So I was like, that's funny. I'll film that and I'll show my mate that they have that at KFC and I'll show it and send it to him. And then as I was filming, the guys just on the left of my peripheral vision were like drunk because it was Friday night. And then uh, they were going like, sweet, can you do the worm? Oi, nah, I can do the fucking worm. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Here I am filming a touch screen when some guy's about to do the fucking worm. Which the worm is really the easiest move to pull off, isn't it? Everyone can do the worm because even if you can't do it, you eat shit and that's funny. But this guy was like, no, I can definitely do the worm. When someone's like, I can fully do the worm, you're like, oh, no, you can't. If you could do the worm, you'd be doing the worm right now. If anyone ever says, I can do the worm, no, they can't. Because they would already, they would have just done it. If you need to prove to someone that you can do the worm, you don't say the words, I can do the worm. You just do the worm. This guy, he's talking about it. He's running his yap. (laughs) I'm worm skeptical. And it's a tiny KFC as well. And there's like a kind of thing, like a, a support beam in the middle. So there's not even really a space for him to do the worm. They've not been designed with um, with like breakdancing and kind of street culture in mind, these KFCs. And that really is the problem with Adelaide. Um, yeah, that was dumb. So, yeah, you st- I start fucking, I step away, I stop ordering and I look at him and he's doing the worm. And to be fair, the guy looks good, man. I was really digging his style. What did he have? Let me go back to the photo. He's got on a green Nike shirt and just like some kind of tan colored shorts, like Chino material shorts and a belt. He just looked good. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a Nike polo. That's right. A polo and some shorts and just some black sneakers with kind of black socks. I don't know, man. I just, I really, I was digging the look. It was a strong look. So he did the worm and I got a picture of people taking pictures of his two mates filming him doing the worm. That was sick. And then the next picture I got, like about 10 seconds later, the guy was on the floor lying down completely lights out, propped up against the counter and then he fell to the side and his legs are just spread out, you know, like... That was fucking awesome. So that's the picture for this week. And the name of the podcast this week is I Guess I'm Just Angry. How's that? (sighs) Yeah, it's been a tough weekend, man. I did six gigs on Saturday night. That was good. I did my show. Friday and Saturday night shows were great. Sunday, a little bit tougher. And Adelaide Fringe as a whole, the tickets are moving slow. You know, a lot of people are having trouble selling tickets and... I didn't feel that confident about the concept of the show coming in and 
and the promotional material and everything around it. So it's just, yeah, nothing's kind of really lined up the way I would have wanted it. But um, Sunday night, I had four sales and then I printed six free tickets to give out at the show beforehand and I gave them all out, but none of them came. So on Sunday night, I did a show to uh, three people because of my four tickets, one of them didn't show up. And the, so the three people that I did the show for were a drunk couple who they were lovely, lovely people and really fun, but they were drunk. So they found it hard to concentrate on what I was saying. Um, and every time I told a story, they would then like tell a story. So like, you know, it's not that I wouldn't like that, but it is draining to kind of babysit those people through an hour of comedy. And then... Um, and then the other person was a, a mate of mine who I went to primary school with, who I'll see like once a year. So, yeah. It was, first of all, it was just my mate. And then the two came in and I was like, all right, that's the show. We're doing the show to three. And I probably got through about two thirds of the material and the rest of it. We'd had a toilet break in the middle of the show. Um, yeah, it just it, it didn't give me a lot of energy. I didn't really enjoy it i i enjoyed meeting the, the the couple and i mean i can't i can't emphasize enough how lovely they were and how cool they were and how glad i am that they came to the show and that they enjoyed it and then also at the same time how draining it was to try and do my material to those people you know and tell the story that i've got to tell um and try and keep steering what was essentially a conversation back to the topic that I was trying to talk about. It just was really draining. And like, I spoke to a friend yesterday, like we've been doing comedy for long enough now. I just thought that this wasn't going to keep happening. I thought that I would have been past this by now. And every now and then you get a real good run of things happening in comedy and it's like, oh, it's great. Stuff's starting to happen to me. I've left those days behind. And then you keep going a bit further and you get back to it and you're like, fuck, really? Again? Fuck. Another one. Another story about performing to three people in the upstairs room of a pub. Great. So, yeah, that was exhausting. And I've just been feeling kind of tired. I don't know, man. I think this fringe is just going to be... I kind of knew it going in. I had that feeling. It's just going to be one of those runs. Um where I'm performing a lot of shows to small audiences and fighting to kind of get the show to work. Um, the show's feeling good already after the three times that I've done it. It's feeling better. I'm feeling good about the structure of the show and all the bits in the show. And I'm still not quite saying what I want to say, but I feel like I'm getting closer to it. And it's that's feeling good. But the audiences are, you know in their own way it's it's its own kind of demoralization so yeah maybe that's contributing to why i'm angry and i'm just again there I'm, I'm having a bad thing and i'm blaming the city and sometimes it's not the city's fault sometimes it's just a thing that happens it's maybe it's not even my fault maybe it is a bit my fault i'd like it to be my fault because that means that i can work harder and change it but also at times maybe you just got to accept hey you're having a bad run man and that's all right Anyway, I reckon that might be it for today. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. And if you are in Adelaide and you want to come check the show out, give me a message on Instagram at Aiden Jones Comedy and I will copy some free tickets. If you want, I'd be happy to. Um, 
or if you want to just fucking do a cheaper, if you like, oh, I want to take a free one. Well, I'll give you cheaper tickets, you know. Use the code JOBS and have a $20 ticket. Um, give the podcast a review if you're a new listener. Jump on iTunes and review the podcast. Give it five stars. And uh, if you're on YouTube, give it a little like. Watch the thing through on YouTube. Let the ads play and let me make like four cents or whatever it is. And other than that, I hope you have a great week, hey? And I'll catch you next week. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.